everybody. Happy Friday and welcome, my friends. Welcome to Hot and Rich, a show about celebrities. I'm your host, Kate Raft. It's so good to see you all in the chat. So good to hear you all on the podcast. And it's so good to be here on your little YouTube browser. Oh, am I clippy? Oh, hair clippy. Oh my God. Someone in the chat said I was clippy and I was like, oh no, is the audio clipping? And then I realized I'm wearing four different hair clips on my hair because that is what you do when you're hot and rich. Okay. Each hair clip signifies your millions of dollars that you have in the bank. This is called the hot and rich clip look. Okay. <laughs> I'm inspired by all of the clip wearers out there, all the wealthy women who wear clips in their hair. You've all inspired me to try the look myself, and I think I'm nailing it. I think I nailed the, the clip look here. All right, but it is Friday, and you know what we say about Fridays on Hot and Rich, right? We call them Horny Friday. <laughs> I didn't plan on having every Friday be Horny Friday, but... Then Lady Gaga released a music video that's all about being wet. I don't want to get muted. I don't want to get muted. Hey, I'd rather be dropped, but at least I'm alive. I'd rather be dropped, but at least I'm alive. Ugh. Rain on Me is Lady Gaga's new single featuring Ariana Grande. It's truly so good. Oh, it's so good. It gives me chills to talk about Rain on Me. It's literally the best song of all time. It's legally the best song ever made. Um, I didn't think I could like a song more than Stupid Love. And then Rain On Me rained on me. And listen, it's a powerful, powerful anthem about getting rained on. We need to discuss the power of this music video. Look at Lady Gaga telling Ariana Grande, no, no, no. You don't get the ponytail this time. I'm getting the ponytail this time. You have to wear your hair down. Look at look at this. Ariana Grande would only wear her hair down out of pony for one person and one person only. And that is fellow Italian Lady Gaga. Look at this. Oh, so powerful. I can't like the power that Lady Gaga has, the ability that she has to get Ariana Grande to put her hair out of a ponytail is just. It gives me chills. It really, it gives me chills. Hey, it's Friday. You know what? I'm having a glass of white wine. Because why not? It's horny Friday. Rain on me is out. I'm having some white vino, okay? And I'm going to just take a big sip in honor of all the big sips we do here on Hot and Rich. Mm. Wow. That is a brilliant white wine. Wow. Brilliant. It only cost me 
$13 for the whole bottle. That's how you know it's good. That's how you know it's good. All right. Um, you know what? Let's do it. Let's let's kick off the show with a segment I like to call Hot Seconds. Mm. Hi, and welcome to Hot Seconds. You know what? It's Friday. It's Horny Friday. I'm going to call this by its real name. Hot Sex. <laughs> okay? Hot Seconds? More like Hot Sex. Rain on me. <laughs> Um, this is hot seconds where, you know, I'm going to talk about topics, but just for a hot second, baby. Our first hot second is about John Krasinski. Ugh. He sold his stupid YouTube show. Some good news to Viacom. There was like a huge bidding war. If you didn't know, John Krasinski, Jim from The Office, he, like, had a YouTube show that he made out of his office. His kids designed the, like, poster for it with crayons and shit. It was about, wow, why don't we watch clips of good news? Why is the news always bad news? Let's have some good news. Anyway, uh, at first it was like, oh, sweet. Like, he's he's doing something sweet because he's bored and not acting right now. And then he sells it for, like, an unnamed sum of money that I'm sure is so huge. It's like, it's it just, it's really annoying. It's annoying that he did something out of the kindness of his heart. I say that in, you know, quotes. I, I'm being, I don't know. I'm flailing right now, but it's just because I'm so frustrated that Jim from The Office is making so much money off of coronavirus content. I just hope to God that he donates every cent that he made off of this like Viacom bidding war deal for some good news. Like if he doesn't donate every last penny of that sale, I will literally chew glass in my mouth. I'm going to eat glass. I will eat glass. I'll chew up glass. I'll spit that bloody glass all over Jim from the office's stupid bookshelf. Okay. I'll, I'll spit my bloody mouth glass all over his little crayon sign. Okay, I'm not afraid to do it. <laughs> That's a threat. <laughs> and um, by the way, he's not even going to be starring in the show. He just sold the show like as a concept. He's not even going to be in it. It's going to be somebody else. <laughs> it's so absurd. It's truly so absurd, you know, that he's making money off of this I, I, I he's got to be donating it right he's got to be donating all the money from the sale right right I really don't want to eat glass I don't want to eat glass but I will eat glass I will put this wine glass crunch it in my teeth till my entire mouth fills with blood I'm sorry <laughs> okay <sighs> Jim from the office don't let me down don't let me down again Let's move on to our next topic Speaking of celebrities who are cashing in on coronavirus content, there's going to be a show where celebrities cut their hair on TV because we're all dying for that. I feel like what people need now more than ever are celebrities cutting their hair on TV. It's like 
oh my God, finally, like I, I thought I needed a job or some free healthcare, but no, 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 no. This is what I needed. I needed celebrities cutting their hair on TV in their houses, their nice big houses. <laughs> There's going to be a show called Haircut Night in America. It's going to be hosted by Jerry O'Connell. I call him Jerry inexplicably always gets a green light O'Connell because he just like has a new TV show like every week that gets canceled. But yeah, it's just like a special. It's a one night thing. He's co-hosting it with his wife, Rebecca Romaine. <laughs> Truly absurd. This is like this is absurd as hell. According to CNN, quote, the special will feature some of America's top hairstylists who will guide celebrities, including Kelly Osborne, Olympian Lindsey Vaughn, and hockey superstar P.K. Saban, as well as frontline healthcare workers through the perfect DIY haircut from their homes. Yes, color and styling will be included. End quote. I love that they just like, they're like, yeah, we'll also have frontline workers in it too, just to make it not just wealthy celebrities i think this is weird i think this is weird oh yeah is Lindsay still banging tiger woods are they still hooking up i feel like i should know the answer to that but if if you're in the chat right now and you know the answer enlighten us enlighten us are tiger woods and Lindsay vaughn still together and will tiger woods be participating in the televised haircut these are questions i have these are questions i have uh, I'm going to take another sip of this wine because two TV shows back to back featuring celebrities doing coronavirus content is what a way to kick off the show. This is why Fridays are fun, you know, because the world is so dark. We we got to we got to have a, a laugh and a sip on Horny Friday. Ah, oh, that's great. It's great to be me. All right. Our next hot topic is about sexual harasser Matt Lauer. The news anchor who got fired for being a sexual harasser and alleged rapist got papped with a stupid tattoo. The tattoo says, quote, hatred corrodes the container it is ca carried in. Dumb. This is so dumb. This is like, what is this? It's like a really like serious. It's like, I don't know how else to describe the font of the tattoo other than just like aggressive cursive. That's like an aggressive cursive font. He's driving in his car. He's rolled up his sleeve, like seemingly so that the paparazzi gets a clear shot of his tattoo. I mean, he could easily have hit it. He's wearing long sleeves, pushed up intentionally to show off the tattoo i don't get what the quote is from hatred corrodes the container it is carried in okay i don't know what that means <laughs> hatred corrodes the container it is carried in i mean whatever speaking of hatred i hate you matt lauer you corrode my whole container you corrode my whole brain i have no brain anymore stupid tattoo Stupid tattoo. You're bitter. You're bitter because you got fired for being a sexual harasser. Maybe you shouldn't have like done all that sexual harassing. You bitter freak. <laughs> Am I mean today? 
Am I being mean today? Whatever. I'm allowed to be mean to Matt Lauer. He sucks. Wow, he sucks. Hatred corrodes the container it is carried in. Deep, deep, man. You're so cool. <laughs> what a cool guy. What a cool guy. None of these topics have been horny at all. This is not the spirit of Horny Friday. I better have some hornier topics later in the show. Dear God, dear God of horniness, give me something better. There's got to be something better than this. I mean, this next topic isn't not horny. Eh, no, this is pretty not horny, I guess. Mary-Kate Olsen. We have an update on Mary-Kate Olsen and Olivier Sarkozy's divorce. Yeah. Sad. They're getting divorced. She's renting a place right now. Um, and a source spoke to people.com and talked about their breakup and kind of shed some light about why they are parting ways. The source said, quote, Olivier never understood her drive and passion. He would have loved to have a stay-at-home wife, end quote. Yikes. That is so dark. That is so, this, they got divorced because he wanted her to be a stay-at-home wife. Like, she's an Olsen twin. Also, what is a stay-at-home wife? Like, what is that? I know about stay-at-home moms. What's a stay-at-home wife? Like, what does that mean? <laughs> stay-at-home wife. Yikes. Yikes. <laughs> I don't like this Olivier guy. That's truly dark. Also, like, Mary-Kate Olsen's not going to stop working. She's been working, like, since she was born. She doesn't know a life where she's not constantly working. This this girl literally was a newborn baby on Full House. Like, she's not going to, like, just be the your wife, Olivia, your French stay-at-home wife, whatever. So lame. So lame. Yeah, trad wife. He wanted her to be a trad wife. I, I'm not into it. I don't like the whole trad wife thing. Unless you're a woman and you choose to be a trad wife, that's fine. I just, it's weird. This dynamic is very dark to me. Very dark. <laughs> I mean, listen, there's a lot of people out there who probably would want to be some rich creeps trad wife, but don't make Mary Kate do that. Mary Kate's got a lot going on. Elizabeth and James, the row, ever heard of it? Okay. She's not going to stop designing for the row because you told her to be a French trad wife. Oh my God. Clearly, my candle didn't work. <laughs> our next hot, hot second, hot, our next hot sec, hot sex is about Haley Baldwin, aka Haley Bieber. I saw this headline that says Haley Baldwin has never touched her face. And then I was like, whoa, that's like hard to do. Like, I thought that she never physically touch her face with her hands but she was talking about plastic surgery she was talking she was talking about plastic surgery she was like clapping back at someone who said she got plastic surgery and she's like i've never touched my face i mean Haley, i'm pretty sure you've touched your face just maybe not with a needle although i'm sus about all of that anyway Haley bieber has never touched her face and that 
is our last hot second. Now time to do a segment we do every day on the show. Our Zach Praff. Zach Praff. Our Zach Braff and Florence Pugh still together. Yeah. They are. All right. Don't go anywhere. I'm going to take a quick break. And when I come back, I'm going to talk the Lana Del Rey drama, the Lori Laughlin and Massimo genuinely pleading guilty thing, and Kelly Ripa's Caribbean quarantine. Ooh. So don't go anywhere. We're going to be right back. So Hey guys, I'm back. I'm back. And I just wanted to quickly plug Twitch Twitch Prime subs. Thank you, Muffin Party, in the chat for reminding me. If you are watching this show and you don't already know about this, you get a free subscription to a Twitch channel every month with your Amazon Prime account. So if you haven't done that already, go to the, a button on your Twitch page that says free prime subs and subscribe to my channel. It doesn't cost you anything and it's free money for me and it helps keep this show going. We're a new baby show and we're just chugging along so gently like a little baby. Um, so yeah, thanks for supporting the show. And also if we are getting emotes, they're going to come out on Monday so subscribe, and then you'll be able to throw some great hot and rich emotes in the chat. And if you have suggestions for emotes, DM me them. I'd love to take any pitches or ideas for emotes you have. If you don't know, emotes are custom little emoticons just for our show that only subscribers have access to, which is pretty great. That's pretty great. Yeah, maybe we'll maybe we'll get, you know, some maybe we'll get a, a, an emote of my face with the pink hair. Well, maybe we'll get like a Zach Braff and Florence Pugh emotes or something. It'll be fun. It'll be it's a good time. It's a good time. We're getting emotes on Monday, so subscribe with Amazon Prime or with money or however you want. Subscribe here on twitch.tv slash hot and rich. And if you're listening to the podcast, you can still do that and it still helps the show. Another way to help the show is leaving positive reviews on Apple Podcasts, okay? Leave a little review for me on Apple Podcasts because this is also a podcast. It's a Twitch show and a podcast and a YouTube show. I don't know how you can really support the YouTube show other than subscribing. I don't know how YouTube works, but I'm on YouTube. I'm on YouTube. I don't know what I'm doing on YouTube, but I'm on YouTube. If you know how to do, I don't know, YouTube I don't even know. I don't know. What is YouTube? I have no idea what YouTube is. <laughs> but I'm on it. I'm just kidding. I know what YouTube is. Dear God. I'm not a boomer. All right. <laughs> um, oh, and I learned over the break. Jack told me that Matt Lauer's tattoo is a quote from George H.W. Bush's funeral. Is that right, Jack? It's from his eulogy, like that someone gave. Who gave the eulogy? Oh my god, that's like it's so like a Republican funeral quote tattoo is like truly on a sexual harasser. Like is so like 
cursed and dark and like i can't i can't get that away from me ew i don't know sorry sorry <laughs> there's a fly in my room there's a fly in my studio oh my god what a chaotic horny friday <laughs> you know what let's do it let's talk about laurie and massimo right laurie and massimo this is pretty shocking, but Lori and Massimo pled guilty for the college, college admissions scandal over Zoom this morning. This is crazy news. That we the news came out yesterday, but the official ple, plead thing happened this morning over Zoom. And dear God, I know someone out there has the footage of the Zoom call where they pled guilty. One of you has it. I know you have it. Please leak the Zoom call where Lori Laughlin and Massimo Giannulli plead guilty for the college admissions scandal. Please leak the Zoom call. Everybody, let's get this hashtag going. Hashtag leak the Zoom call. Let's, let's hashtag leak the Zoom call. I want to see that Zoom call so bad. Leak the Zoom call. Thank you, Thurston Falco, in the chat. Let's get everyone tweet that hashtag. Let's leak the Zoom call. We've got to see the Zoom call. I'm actually surprised it's not out yet. TMZ might get it at some point or something. But yeah, they took a plea deal. Uh, Lori agreed to two months of jail time. Massimo is going to get five months. They pled guilty on Zoom. And this is something that's kind of interesting about the whole thing is that Lori and Massimo attended this Zoom plea thing on two different screens. So they're either in two different places or they just aesthetically didn't want to be in the same room for it for some reason. This has me scratching my head because you would think that they would just join on the same screen and be sitting next to each other since we presumably they're quarantining together. And of course, there's a chance they're in two different rooms. But... Uh, you have to ask the question. You have to ask the question. Are they quarantining apart? Are they on a break? Is there trouble in in this weird shady paradise? Is something going on? You have to ask the question. You have to ask the question. If I was Wendy Williams, I would like walk on the stage right now and I'd just like sit in silence for 30 whole seconds and be like, Lori and Massimo, separate screens. And then the audience would like howl. And then I'd be like. And then the audience would get even louder and they'd just be like going crazy. And then I'd be like. That's all I'm going to say. That's all I'm going to say. That's all. That's it. That's all. That's all I'm going to say. Love it. Love it. I should do that every episode. I should do an <laughs> I should do an impression of Wendy Williams every episode. But it wouldn't be great for the podcast listeners because there's just so much dead silence. When I don't have a studio audience, okay? We can't have studio audiences anymore. Um, but she is actually taking a leave from her show right now. Um, she's feeling um, ill, so... Wendy, my heart goes out to you. 
I gotta say, you're kind of a you're you know this might be controversial. She's kind of a problematic fave of mine. She's she's definitely problematic. She's done some horrible things, said some horrible things, but she's so entertaining to me. And one time I was in the audience for a Wendy Williams show in college when I went to college in New York. I like went to the Wendy Williams show audience. And it was fun, but she sucks. She does suck. She like really is like not a good person. Uh, all right. Okay. Yeah. You're right. Don't cancel me for being amused by Wendy Williams. But hey, there is a chance. There's a chance that Lori and Massimo are still together. There's a chance. And if they are still together, that means their relationship has survived a legal scandal potential jail time and a pandemic, which is like, that's relationship goals. But I have no idea if they're together or not. If they're apart, I wouldn't blame them one bit. That is, I don't know, most people probably wouldn't be able to survive all of that. That's a lot. Anyway, the judge set a date for their sentencing. It's going to be August 21st. Uh, Yokohama Bunny in the chat says, who will take care of the girls? Well, the girls are adults. They're fully adults. They can take care of themselves. All right. Here's a quote from the Associated Press about this whole thing. They said, quote, Laughlin has agreed to pay a $150,000 fine and perform 100 hours of community service. Giannulli has agreed to pay a $250,000 fine and perform 250 hours of community service. Lori Laughlin pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud. Giannulli pleaded guilty to conspiracy to commit wire and mail fraud and honest services wire and mail fraud. Prosecutors agreed to dismiss charges of money laundering and federal programs bribery that were added after the case was filed. So that's they got off pretty easy. They got off. They were looking at years of jail time. Now they're getting a matter of months. And I'm going to I'm calling it. This is not going to be a full sentencing here. Like they're they're getting two months and five months, but like we're in a pandemic. They're letting everybody out of of prison right now. Like I don't think they're going to actually serve that full time. Dayson Face says house arrest. I fully agree. I think it will be house arrest. It'll be interesting to see if they're doing house arrest together or if they're doing it separately. That's how we'll know if the relationship is intact or not. Oh, B Hall in 1989 in the chat just said, why didn't they just buy the school a new building? Well, B Hall 1989, they're at that level of uber wealthy where they're not super uber wealthy. They're just very wealthy. You know what I mean? Like they're rich enough to spend, you know, a half a million dollars on their girls getting into USC, but they're not wealthy enough to spend like nine million dollars to build a library. You know what I'm saying? It's like. There's echelons of super wealthy and they're like right in the middle of super, super wealthy. Um, okay. Oh, someone spoke to people, um, dot com about this, um, about why they were able to get this plea deal because famously they turned down a plea deal when this first broke, they were like, no, we're turning down the plea deal. We're going to take you to court and like plead not guilty. But a source spoke to people about how this plea deal came back. They said, quote, this was a now or never deal. It was presented as the last clear chance for them to plead before going to trial. And they knew that if they were found guilty, they were realistically looking at more than a year behind bars, probably more like three or four, end quote. So they took the plea deal. 
They took the plea deal. I'm not surprised that another plea deal came because times have changed since since they said no to the first plea deal. Everyone is trying to get this over with. So we'll find out in August what the actual sentencing is. A lot of people were shocked by this news. I got a lot of messages from readers, viewers, listeners um, asking about info about this. I'm not shocked at all that this is happening. Okay, and I, and you shouldn't be shocked either because I warned you guys. Olivia Jade warned you guys, I should say, about this on Mother's Day. Look at this. Remember her Mother's Day post where she did a tribute to her mom? And if you look really close, if you look really, really close, she spells out Mama's Guilty. Okay, is it a coincidence that the mom, Lori Laughlin, pled guilty just a few days after this Mother's Day post? I don't believe in coincidences. Okay. Okay. <laughs> Should we talk about the Lana Del Rey thing? It's like so tedious. We have to talk about it because it's it's news, but I don't know how I feel about it. It's very much like War of the Standoms all it's like it's like world war stan you know we've had world war one we've had world war two now we're having world war stands where all of the stands are going at each other's throat because lana she said a tone deaf thing on instagram in a giant block of text in courier new font she wrote quote Question for the culture. Now that Doja Cat, Ariana, Camilla, Cardi B, Kalani, Nicki Minaj, and Beyonce have had number ones with songs about being sexy, wearing no clothes, fucking, cheating, etc. Can I please go back to singing about being embodied, feeling beautiful by being in love, even if the relationship is not perfect or dancing for money or whatever I want without being crucified or saying I'm glamorizing abuse? She later said, Let's be clear, I'm not not a feminist, but there has to be a place in feminism for women who look and act like me. The kind of woman who says no, but men hear yes. The kind of woman who are slated mercilessly for being their authentic, delicate selves. The kind of blah, blah, blah. I'm not going to read this whole thing, but like you get the gist. She's being she she's being like kind of white feminist -y. and she lumped a bunch of women together most of whom are black women and she's saying like why you know are these women doing so like doing so well and no one calls them out and everyone calls me out which is like not true like everybody gets like hate online like everyone gets shit for everything they put out and I think it's it's a sloppy post and she didn't really like apologize very well and people got very upset with her. It's definitely racist, like in not like a hardcore racist way, but definitely in like a white feminist, like accidentally pr pretty racist way. Lil Pookie in the chat says total Karen move. Lots of people were calling her Karens in the chat. Yeah, it's kind of an Alison Roman situation. She's kind of Alison Romaning where she's like, um, just like lumping a lot of black women together, just like Alison Roman lumped a couple two um Asian women together, and I don't know. Listen, I'm not gonna get that deep into it. It's just you know this she the 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 part that I'm fascinated by 
is that she went after all these famous pop stars and now all of their stands are furious with Lana Del Rey and the Lana Del Rey stands are like trying to defend Lana. And today, Doja Cat is canceled party is trending because <laughs> Lana Del Rey stands dug up all of Doja Cat's problematic stuff and Doja Cat has, you know, gets canceled like once a week at this point because Doja Cat has said some pretty problematic stuff and you know for example like doubling down on saying the f word not fuck the other one the one that's a slur um so yeah Doja Cat chimed in saying gang sunk that dunker don't know what that means at all but sure the gang did sunk that dunker I guess Oh, yeah, yeah. Anyway, Lana Del Rey. Oh, Megan Fox also chimed in. I don't really. Okay, here's what Megan Fox said. There's never a need to compare yourself to another woman. I know the struggle of being a woman in the industry. I know the feeling of being constantly scrutinized and degraded. Anyway, Megan Fox chimed in. I don't necessarily disagree with Megan Fox. It's just funny that she chimed in at all because she's just like not involved in this, but it's all good. Listen, we talked about how much we love Megan Fox the other day. I think she, she's allowed to chime in. Everyone can chime in. Why not? It's the internet. Um, she did it in a classic night mode notes app, which we love. We stand Megan Fox. This show stands Megan Fox. Um, <laughs> uh, Lana Del Rey doubled, kind of doubled down on this and was like, bro, like this isn't this isn't a racist thing. Like it wasn't a racist thing. Like it was an, it was only accidentally racist. Ah, da, da, da. She said, quote, bro, this is sad to make it about a women of color issue. When I'm talking about my favorite singers, I could have literally, literally said anyone, but I picked my favorite fucking people. And this is the problem with society today. Not everything is about whatever you want it to be. It's exactly the point of my post. Uh, da, 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 uh, she said it's, it's bullshit to call her racist. Anyway, I don't know. This is kind of an apology, but kind of also completely not. She's half apologizing. I'll say it's a half apology, whatever. I think that she might, I don't know about Lana Del Rey's like worldview, but you know, I think her music is all right. Listen, she's, I'm not really like saying she should be canceled. I don't really think canceling is a real thing anyway, but the stands are mad, okay? The stands are mad at each other. And this tweet made me laugh so much. This tweet made me laugh so much. Throw that up. It's from Lindsay Elfson. She wrote, until the day I die, I won't ever forget this comment on the Lana Del Rey post. And it says, please delete this. We're not a big fandom and we're all depressed. We cannot fight the barbs, please. I love that. Her fans are begging her to not do this. Like Lana Del Rey's stands are just like, we can't handle it. They're all coming at us. You invoked Beyonce and Nicki Minaj. We can't do this. We can't do this. I'm like actually very stressed for the for the Lana Del Rey stands right now. Like I'm not taking sides, but I they are definitely like on uh, you know struggling right now. Um, okay, let's talk about Kelly Ripa. Kelly Ripa has been secretly low-key quarantining in the Caribbean this entire time. And we just found out about this today. It's actually crazy. This is blowing my mind. She's been doing 
live with Kelly and Ryan every morning in the Caribbean, pretending to be in New York. Like, I'm floored by this. This is shocking. This is shocking. God bless the person who leaked this news to People Magazine. It is some employee at ABC because Kelly Ripa talked about being in the Caribbean during an ABC town, town hall. This is allegedly what Kelly said in that employees only meeting on Zoom. They wrote, quote, we had planned for it. We had planned this. Sorry, this is what Kelly said. Quote, we had planned a trip for our family and it was supposed to be our entire family, of course, said Ripa, according to a source at the town hall. And we arrive and three days later, the entire world changed. Really? I mean, everything shut down. The government shut down. Our country shut down. I hate to use the word stuck, but we were. We decided to stay where we were. End quote. Okay, so. She's saying they got there three days before the world shut down, which I'm guessing means they went there on May 20th, which is three days before. Oh, sorry. March 20th, which is three days before New York City shut down. So that means that they decided to go to the Caribbean on March 17th, which was still like well after the United States was in a national state of emergency and like. It seems suspect was I'm pretty sure international travel was like shut down around then too, like non-essential international travel, which is like, that's a bold move to decide to go on a Caribbean vacation on March 17th. Like, yikes. Like, that's very Kristen Cavallari of her. So, you know, let's say let's say it's around March 17th. I, I know it was not before March 13th because that was when she made this really toned up video kind of like making light of coronavirus while getting Botox in New York City. So we know. She, wait, let's watch the video. Dr. Analek. Hi, everyone. We're going to talk about a serious medical problem. Yes. Yeah. Uh, There's a very serious <laughs> medical problem going around right now. What is it? It's a Botox deficiency. Acute. A lot of side effects. Lines, mm -hmm. wrinkles. Yes. He's afraid I'm going to touch him. <laughs> That's He's, true. It's very, you know, I appreciate I'm how germ nervous you are because we all are. I'm following the CDC rules. These are great CDC rules. Yes. Um, and I appreciate them. Having said that, in this time, we can notice that there's been a lot of worrying. Yes. You can see it's written all over my face. Oh, yeah. But... Dr. Analik decided to be brave today and come into work. Yes, let's fix it. To treat my acute Botox deficiency okay, syndrome. Great. We don't need to see my. We don't, All mean, right, that's enough. We don't need to watch the whole. It's like, it's truly just a toned up video, but that video was March 13th, which was the day I started quarantining and taking this really seriously. So we know she was in New York at least till March 13th, probably didn't leave to go to the Caribbean till March 17th. March 17th she's been there ever since like remember when we were all mad at Ariel Charnas for leaving Manhattan to go to the Hamptons like Kelly Ripa did that except she didn't just get in a car and go like you know three hours away she flew to a different country we don't know which country she's just in an unnamed place in the Caribbean in a house somewhere I've seen like no negative press about this. Like every article is just like, yeah, she's in the Caribbean. Like she's like got stuck there. It's like, no, like she didn't get stuck there. Like she could have not gone there in the first place. <laughs> I'm just, I feel gaslit by the news cycle because I feel like no one is saying anything negative about Kelly Ripa. 
And like, she shouldn't be doing this. Like, this is so sus. Anyway, looking at her Instagram, now that I know she's been in the Caribbean for two months, I just got a kick out of some of her posts. Let's talk about this first one really quick. Look at that. It says, it's a, pic, it's a throwback picture of her and her husband, Mark Consuelos, on the beach in Mexico, on a tropical-looking beach, saying, call me crazy, but I like Cinco de Mayo 2018 way better. Sorry, hun, you're still on a tropical beach somewhere. Why are you liking, what? Like, sure, it was probably slightly better because you didn't have to feel guilty about a global pandemic happening, but, like, what the hell? Like, Jesus Christ she's like acting like she's in new york pining for the beach when really she's in the caribbean on a beach let's go to another this other one i found um she wrote hashtag fbf 2012 when we took live to hawaii back when we used to awkwardly hold hands yes it was awkward i was there remember this is a flashback photo it's a photo of her and mark holding hands on a beach like hun now I get why you're trying so hard to remind us that these are throwbacks. You don't want us to sniff your trail that you're literally on a tropical beach. <laughs> also, shout out to Claire Downs for pointing this out, but her son has been filming and producing every episode of like her morning show and she's not paying him at all. And she's like really proud that she's like not paying her son for doing network TV camera work. But OK, go off. You should pay your son, Kelly Ripa, and you also shouldn't be in the Caribbean. <laughs> uh, okay, you know what? I'm going to take a tiny break. I'll be right back. We'll finish out the show. Okay, we're back, and I've got... Well, there's some sad news about Kendall Jenner. It's pretty heartbreaking, I'm a little choked up myself. Um, I'm going to try to get through this topic without crying. But um, I don't know if you heard, but Kendall Jenner got fined $90,000 for her involvement in promoting the Fire Festival. And um, it's just really sad because, because that's a lot of money, $90,000. And... And she was just doing ad promo. And, and yeah, she did get paid way more than that for the Instagram post. She got $275,000. But that means that she only ended up net profiting $185,000 from the fire festival that ended up never happening. And I'm just really upset that she only ended up profiting $185,000 from the fire Festival instead of the full amount that she was supposed to profit, which was $275,000. So, Jack, play the music. We're going to do a little <laughs> funeral service for Kendall Jenner's $90,000. I made this candle. Kendall, this is up to you. I'm so sorry you lost $90,000. I know your net worth is 30 million, but this goes out to you. <sighs> oh, God. Um, I was going to read a poem about Kendall Jenner 
and her dead $90,000. I'll read it now. I am not there. I do not weep. I am a thousand winds that blow. I am the diamond glints on snow. I am the sun on ripened grain. I am the gentle autumn rain. When you awaken in the morning hush, I am the swift uplifting rush of quiet birds in circle flight. I am the soft stars that shine at night. Do not stand at my grave and cry. I am Kendall Jenner's $90,000 fine. And now we're going to end the show with a Rain On Me dance party, okay? Rain On Me is the new song by Lady Gaga. Everybody stream it this weekend and watch the music video. Jack, hit that track. It is not the real version because I couldn't license it, but I found a cover by someone named Jenny Jones on YouTube. Hit it, Jack. You can take Kendall off the screen. Thanks for watching, everybody. Thanks for everyone who subscribed. Thank you, Lady Gaga, for putting out Chromatica on May 30th. Everybody pre-order it. What a great week of shows. Thank you, everybody, in the chat. Ugh. Thank you, Jack, for producing the show. Thank you to... All the podcast listeners. Thank you to Dorit for investing in Buca de Beppo. Thank you to Florence Pugh for still dating Jack. I mean, uh, still dating Zach Braff. Until next time, stay hot and stay rich.